Welcome to the Lead With Operations podcast, where we don't subscribe to your favorite influencer telling you there is one thing that will help you build your online business, but instead open up the conversation on how optimizing the day-to-day will build you a structure that fuels freedom. Throughout the month, tune in to hear the hard truths, struggles, and solutions that we see whilst helping clients build online companies. We leave no stone unturned. It's time to Lead With Operations. Welcome to the Lead With Operations podcast. I am so excited to dive in. I'm your host, Re, and you'll quickly learn that whilst I can talk for England, I usually make quite a lot of sense. And this podcast is really designed to give you the inside scoop on not only what's going on inside our business, but also some of the trials and tribulations that come with entrepreneurship. And then the solutions that we are implementing across clients' businesses to really make sure that they have a solid operational structure in order to grow. So if you are new around here, I am Re, the Chief of Operations and Operations Consultant for high-level online coaches. My mission is really to support business owners to create a structure that fuels freedom so that they can live multiple lives in one day. And I do this by optimizing their operations. So I want you to think about systems, team, use of tech, client experience, repeatability, making sure that everything is working in the business the way it should. And I started this journey as a one-man band and built up a successful online business myself. Since then, things have changed slightly. But I do just think we should take some time to rewind all the way back to my corporate career, where I actually started out as a hotel receptionist. I was working in a very big global luxury brand and worked my way up into a management position. And I quickly realized that this management position was never just going to be, you know, running the reception team. Actually, the reception of a big and luxury hotel is the hub of the whole company. So maintenance, housekeeping, food and beverage, the management teams, all the works really are centered around what's happening in the reception. And it's really our earnest to make sure that things are pushing forward. So from there, I really learned a lot about efficient operations and being such a big global company as well. It really allowed me to see how things were done in a big business. I learned so, so much and really, really enjoyed that role as well. There was a lot of funny moments, a lot of like, <laughs> lessons um, and a lot of growth for me as a person but we can dive into a few of those funny anecdotes at another time I think now let's just talk about how that progressed into having my own business so I had this management role and then decided with my partner that we were going to travel for a year at this point you know built such an amazing relationship with not only the people at the hotel that I was working at but also the director of Europe. So I was sort of secure in the fact that I would have a job when I returned home. We ended up staying out there for a little while longer and then bam, COVID hit and things changed. When we got home, there was no such thing as hotels and certainly no such thing as hotels that were hiring. And so my options became a little bit more skewed. I actually started working as an administrator for a local product-based business, which was a very interesting dichotomy to what I was used to in such a big global brand. But again, I learned lots from being in a smaller operation and really, again, took on a management role that allowed me to ensure things were efficient. 
It was during this role that I really noticed my passion for optimizing things and making sure that not only things were running really smoothly with the team, with our systems, with our way of doing things, but also making sure that things were profitable for the business. So I learned a lot about business, stayed in this role for about a year, and during that year decided that I wanted to go off on my own. I wanted to really care about the people that I was helping and really, you know, be ingrained in a mission. So I started a business as a virtual assistant, not in the typical Sora TikTok, decided that it was right for me type of way or that I'd give it a shot, but instead actually just saw someone else that was freelance in a completely different position and thought, what if I can do this, but with something that I'm good at? And I did it. I literally went home that night, researched everything that I would need to do. I mean, back then, I didn't really know that freelancing or a side hustle was a thing. So I was like, right, I've got to set up a company. Like, we got to go for this. And so I researched everything that I thought I was going to need. So that was how to become a limited company, ICO registration, insurance, business bank account. I went all in from day one, which now I'm really, really grateful for. Um, following that, I set up my website, started sort of marketing myself. This was in the times of Clubhouse as well, which was really helpful in order to build relationships. I mean, within one month, I was completely booked out. I didn't really anticipate the workload that went alongside managing a business for myself. Only sort of considered that, okay, I used to work 40 hours a week, so I need 40 hours a week worth of clients. That came very quickly. And then I was sort of left with this, oh, okay, there's a lot more else that I have to do as well. During this time, all of these clients were so, so happy with the work I was doing. I was constantly being told, you know, you're running the place, you're really making sure that we're on the right track, that the business is going in the right direction. And in turn, this is helping me to live the life that I want. And I quickly realized that the position that I was holding in those businesses was a fractional management position. When I sort of stepped back and evaluated, I realized that that was what I wanted to do. So I should market myself in that way. Over the sort of two years building that operational director's position, that fractional operations manager, I invested in so much learning for me, both as a business owner and for my craft as well, and really have become the sort of go-to for operations in this online space, which I absolutely love. It lights me up every single day. I couldn't think of anything that I would want to do for the rest of my life other than this. I really, really enjoy it. Over this journey and throughout this time, obviously the world has been closed to COVID and the world really did say in 2022, I'm opening up again this year. And my schedule was like, okay, like we're there, you can count us in. And so I have been jet setting absolutely all over the place in 2022. We've been to Spain, we've been to Belgium, Wales. I've had quite a few trips to London. If you don't know, I am right down at the bottom of England in the sticks, as some would say on a lovely farm where my partner works and we've just been all over the place. It's been great, not complaining, but it's been a shift. So I want to sort of take us back to December last year. As I said, quick success in business, became the go-to, working with really high-level clients and really enjoying it as well. Getting the most amazing feedback and 
there came a sort of point last year that all of my clients were in the same sort of position. We were having conversations about growing. We were having conversations about scaling. We were having conversations about what the next chapter looked like for them and what 2022 was going to bring. All of the same conversations were happening. More team members were going to be necessary in order to fill the growth that we were not only going after, but currently experiencing. And all of my clients were saying the same thing, that whilst it was always going to be my role to hire and manage these team members as the chief of operations in their business, they wanted mini me's. And so with this happening across multiple clients' businesses, I sort of took a step back and thought, okay, well, maybe instead of hiring different people for each client's businesses, training them, onboarding them, managing them, what if I trained, onboarded, and managed a team in-house and deployed those amongst my clients? So this idea was sort of concrete (laughs) in December. And... I took the Christmas period off to think about next moves and really decided that this was the way it was going to go. I started making the moves. I started reviewing our internal operations for the growth that would happen if we onboarded a team and started tidying things up because I do have to say, whilst I'm an operations specialist and I really have an operational brain. When it comes to our own business, I do definitely struggle because I think when your heart is so tied to something, it's like really hard to do for yourself because you have all of these ideas. And I sort of go into like idea overwhelm, but had to take a step back from that. I had to learn my own lessons. And I would say in June 2022, I launched an agency and didn't tell anyone about it. All of our clients moved over from just working with me seamlessly into working with the agency, which is what we love. But there was a lot of things happening behind the scenes and a lot of changes to the business. I was at a point before where I couldn't take any more clients to be their COO um, in-house on retainer because I was capped out. With this agency move, I mean, it did open up the doors to be able to bring on more clients. I will say that was never the intention with growing the team. The intention was really to provide clients a higher level of service. And with that came the capability to bring on more clients internally. However, I never want to be a high volume business. It's really, really important to me that I'm involved in every client that I really partner with them and can bring them sort of all different levels of the operations management spectrum. So that's what we created. That's what we built. It evolved with the clients in mind, not with growth in mind. June came and went, clients onboarded seamlessly into the agency, the team were killing it, I was loving it, but I wasn't quite ready to let go of my little secret, so I didn't. We kept working hard, optimizing things in the back end, really cultivating an amazing team, and we didn't launch or open any spots, we didn't tell anyone about the agency, and we didn't really move. So I must say throughout this year, I have been going through a few personal things. And I think it's difficult in business and especially as an entrepreneur, because, you know, our businesses are so tied to us. And whilst I'm very grateful that especially now with the team, the business isn't solely reliant on me to push forward. I was very conscious of the fact that this was such a big evolution for me personally. 
and for the company that I built that I wanted to have a really big piece in letting the world know that there was now space to work with us, that we had evolved, that things were changing around here, and I hadn't exactly been in the mindset to do so. So what did we do instead? We served the freaking heck out of our clients. We created the most amazing marketing campaign, this podcast being one of those pieces. We connected as a team. We really honed in on our values and what we're working towards and what that looks like over the next year, two years, five years, and the piece we all have to play in it as well. If you're loving this podcast, please hit subscribe and head over to Instagram. Join us over there for the conversation. We are Ops by Re, and I would love to hear all the ways that you are leading with operations in your business. My DMs are always open. Until next time.